Blog Talk Radio.
friends, welcome to Reality in Christ Worship and Word here on True Radio Presents on the Blog Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Thomas Dwayne Smith, Reverend, if you want to refer to me that as that, or the visible conservative himself. I haven't been on the air at all this last week or so, and I'm just excited to be back. And my show was scheduled to start earlier, but... Rather than cancel, I asked, I had it changed. So, you know how we do this? We're going to get started with a couple of, a couple more worship songs, and I'm going to go right into my message. And depending on how much time we have left after the fact, I am going to play some more worship songs. I'm just thankful, though, I must say this, I'm thankful for new beginnings, for the opportunity on this Father's Day to be spending it with some very special people to me, and they know who they are. And I must say that I am tremendously blessed because God brought them into my life. And with that being said, we're going to open up with C.C. Winans and Alabaster Box.
to the sin that had me bound. I spent my days, poured my life without measure into a little treasure box. Oh, yeah. 
Father. For that man that doesn't have a place to stay. For that little boy living with AIDS. Can I tell you a story? Tell you a story. You can lean on me. There's a man. Oh, yeah. Standing on the corner. He has no home. He has no food. And his blue skies are gone. Yes, he Can you hear him crying out?
Back to Reality Christ Word here on True Radio Presents on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Reverend Thomas and as we get the technical difficulties worked out, I am going to play one more song. Don't think for a moment I never felt the pain You can't imagine the hurt and the shame They put the nails through my hands Pierce my side, please understand It wasn't easy But it was
everybody for tuning in to the worship portion of Reality of Christ Worship Word. Now we're going to open up bring the word. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that the message going forth today will be a blessing to those who are here. And may it be a blessing to the original teacher of this word, Pastor Andrew Watson. And I thank you for the because he has given the revelation in the limits of by Andrew Womble. I'm going to read this article. It has scripture in it, but this man, Andrew Womble, is a lot like my spiritual father in that he uh, don't and he doesn't say things that people feel are that are very popular. Two thousand and one and culminated on January thirty first, two thousand and two. It was it was during that time that God spoke to me about how I was limiting what he wanted to do through my life. With that revelation I was determined that no matter how long it took, I was going to change the image on the inside. For decades, the Lord has shown me many things He wanted me to do through this ministry. I had even told other people what they were. But the truth was that I just been in the spiritual realm when I began to see myself the way God And if somebody had told me 10 years ago where I would be today, it probably would have shocked me. What excites me most about this revelation is the fact that there is nothing special about me. My mother knew that better than this one. Before she died at 96 years old in May 2009, I had a conversation with her about what God was doing in my ministry. After I was finished, she pointed her finger at me and said, Andy, you know that God, I, Sam, I know it's God. Then she told me, you aren't smart enough to do that. To that I replied, guilty. I am not that smart. I'm going to stop right there. Because basically, folks, what it boils down to is this. We, in your What excites me most about this revelation is the fact that there is, well, I read that. What God has for me to do is much bigger than me, and what he wants to do through you will always be beyond your own capability and power. I am telling you that if everything you have accomplished has been gained by your own strength and power, you have not yet, and when they do, you You'll have to answer the same way I do. There is no explanation outside of God's power. You won't be able to attribute it to your charisma, education, or talent. You will know it was only possible because you took the limits off God and allowed him to accomplish his purposes through you. You might be thinking, I guess it's too late for me. I miss God. Well, that's just not true. And it's exactly that kind of thing that will limit God. Proverbs 23, 7 says, As he thinks in his heart, so is he. In order to take the limits off, 
I have to change my thinking, and so will you. Not one of us have has ever completely explored the depths of his plan for our lives. We are all limiting him in some way, and the good news is that we can start removing the limits now. When the Lord first spoke this to me over 10 years ago, I had no idea that I was limiting him, and that was after I had been in the ministry for 34 years. I'm living proof that it's never Think about what happened to the children of Israel after they were delivered by God through Moses. Psalm 78, 41 says, Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. God had delivered them miraculously. Moses had received the commandments that was written by the very hand of God, and they still refused to believe the promise. They sent spies into the promised land where they found a land flowing with milk and honey, but there were giants in the land, and they were afraid to enter. Therefore, limiting God. This all took place after God had guaranteed their success, as you can read in Deuteronomy chapter 7, uh, 7, 17 through 18 and 23. If they shall say in thy heart, these nations are more than I. How can I dispossess them? Thou shalt not be afraid of them, but shalt, but shalt well remember what the Lord thy God did unto Pharaoh and unto Egypt. But the Lord thy God shall deliver them unto thee and shall destroy them with a mighty destruction until they be destroyed. God gave them a promise. But he was also saying to them that if they believed in their hearts that the nations were greater than they were, then he would not be able to disprotect them. Wow. They were the ones who would determine what God could do. That alone should be enough to silence the voices of those who believe God is absolutely sovereign. Ephesians 3.20 says, now unto them, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. The phrase according to means in proportion to or to the degree of the power that is working in you. If you don't have God's love and faith, and if you aren't building yourself up, you will limit or even stop the power of God flowing through you. I am saying that God wants to move in your life. He wants to bring you into your promised land. He wants to do something in your life that will cause you to wake up every morning excited about the day and full of his joy and peace. But it's not up to him. If it comes to pass, it's up to you. One of the biggest factors that limits God in your life can be learned from Paul in 2 Corinthians 10:12. It says, For we dare not make ourselves of the number or compare ourselves to some that commend themselves, but they measure themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. Ten years ago, I limited God through my comparative unworthiness to other men. The problem was 
that was the wrong measuring stick, and it wasn't wise. Measuring yourself by others or the world standard is wrong. That is one of the reasons I don't like to watch a lot of television. They are always trying to tell me that I'm going to get sick or that I'm going to experience financial difficulty. If you listen to that stuff long enough, it begins to change your thinking. And as a man thinks in his heart, so is he, Proverbs 23.7. I don't care if everybody on the planet is suffering economically or has the flu. I refuse to participate in either, and so should you. Hosea 4.6 says this in part, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The knowledge we lack is the knowledge of the Word of God. He has promised us healing, and he has promised us prosperity. If you want to compare something, then compare what the Word says about you to what you believe. Then focus on the Word and what you think will change. We are supposed to be above only and not beneath, the head and not the tail, Deuteronomy 28.13. We are supposed to be rejoicing in the midst of problems. John 16:33. Yes, there are reasons that we have problems, but there are no excuses to state it. I am not condemning any person when I say this, and I am not saying that we live in a perfect world where everything comes up rosy. I am saying that God did not create us for mediocrity or failure. God created us to be winners, and he wants us to get there. He wants to help us get there. When you begin to change the way you think in your heart, something happens in the spirit realm. Your life can be completely transformed, and it doesn't have to take 10 years. It may take a while for the full manifestation to be up but it can begin within days or weeks. That's what happens with, I encourage Take the limits off, beginning now. Folks, and basically what Pastor Andrew Womack was saying and the entirety of that message is that we need to stop limiting God. Stop putting him in a box because of our own unbelief. I'm guilty just as everybody else because we've all been guilty of that. Every single solitary believer on the face of this earth who professes to truly have a relationship with Jesus Christ is guilty of Every single one. Every Every single one. So, what are we going to do? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to be just crazy enough believe and take God at his word. Brave enough to stand and humble enough to cry out to him and tell him when my heart See, we have been positioned and programmed and told that we can't say these things to God because he's this and he's this and he's this and whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, our God is so holy, he can't say those things. Or, people spend so much time worshiping, oh, 
this church is holy ground. Uh, no, we're holy ground because the Holy Spirit resides in us, folks. Last time I looked, there wasn't 100,000 little arcs of the covenant sitting in each church. We are the spiritual arc of the covenant. When you have made a profession of faith and you have chose to believe that Jesus Christ laid down his life for you, you become an ark of the covenant. The Holy Spirit lives well within So, having said all, grow up in your faith as you start to mature. you got to understand, folks, God doesn't limit what we can do. We limit what we can do. And we got to get over ourselves. Because God is not sitting around waiting to strike us down with the lightning bolt. You know, all the superstition that we attribute to him that's rooted in the demonic. Hey, God, don't like us. heard that phrase so much that I thought it was true. And it's not in the Bible. No, God hates but it was judged through the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. He hates sin because it, it's what kept us separated. So, what are you going to do? Take limits off God? But either way, it goes. Father God, the mighty name of Jesus Christ, it's glory on him. Father, I am so thankful for this opportunity to share. I pray that the message that went forth will be a blessing to those who hurt and that they will face a hope and truth to
precious lamb. I say this is a precious lamb that taketh away the sins of the world. I give you. Jesus, I give you. I give you. Call his name. I know that there are times in your life when the will to sink to turn and uncertainties about your tomorrow seems to grow.
you cry. 